Hey, motherfucker. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Heather. I'm sassy. And I play Loxus. And I like beavers. Beavers? What is she I don't like? know. She's got beaver fever. Oh, beaver Like the animals or the like euphemism for vaginas? Both. Both. I'm just going to say yes. The answer is yes. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> It's an actual play podcast with only oh. ladies. Oh, ladies oh. all the time. No, no dudes. dudes allowed. <laughs> nope. Zero dicks. So we have Heather, who plays <laughs> Loxus. We have Danny, who plays Savia Chakel. That's me. We have, see, I'm trying, uh, Agug a, a is your first name or last name, Heather? No, Loxus no. first name, so Agug is last name. Uh, uh, Loxus Agug. Yes. Savia Chakel. Agug. Yeah, I I'll never get the inflection on that right. We have Deanna who plays Posa Isael. Posa Isael. And we have a new player at the table. Hi. Hi. Ashley. Ashley, do you have a name for your character yet? No. <laughs> to be honest, that's the hardest part of making any character, really so is. no big deal. Well, I really like the name Penelope, name but that's not very um Vulcan. Good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's good. What's wrong with it? It can be it your needs nickname. more apostrophes and like V's in it. Made some T's. Right? T's well, oh, T's and you're Vulcan. I am. Yeah. You're Vulcan. I don't think a Penelope is a traditional Vulcan name. Right, but I'm not a but traditional can, Vulcan, so True. Exactly. You could Did have you changed just change your name. Your name? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did I just change it? We're all a little fucking weird around yeah, here. Yeah, like you were born yes. like <gasps> to Paul or something. And right. you because every Vulcan's name is to Paul, as we all know, or to Pow. <laughs> and yeah. you got you changed your name to Penelope because you fuck Vulcans, you know, you don't like them. Exactly. Yep. Penelope. That's true. Yeah. I'm it. I'm Penelope the Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna have a last name? And I'm though, full maybe? of feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have so many feelings. I do. Maybe like just Google like some some a last name because just Penelope the Vulcan like, is maybe a little <laughs> a little bit um, so Google like a child. Vulcan last name like a kid's book yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so the Penelope Smith well that's too <laughs> hitting close to home so yeah oh yeah fair oh, enough fair enough generator let's see there it is uh. That's how I got my name. Triaxian. Do Vulcans have last names? No, they're oh, like Cher. Okay. It's just one. That's true. Word. Yeah, because really it was just Tapal. It was oh. just Tuva. Vulcans do Bach. not have middle and last names. It's just one. So Penelope's yeah. fine, guys. <laughs> Blair. Okay. I didn't even Penelope know. Yeah. I didn't either. Now we're Fake geek. Can I call you Penny? Yeah, yeah Penny. Penny. Absolutely. Perfect. Penelope is way too stuffy for me, so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, Lieutenant Penny, Penny, Lieutenant Penny, Lieutenant the Vulcan. Penny. 
<laughs> I like her already. Yeah. Wait, do she I know her? Right Did we all meet before? Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a good that's a good question. So as we're introducing uh, Penelope to the storyline, mm-hmm. um, may she? I guess there's some narrative choices that we can make. She can either already be on the ship, the Komodo, mm-hmm. and you just haven't met her yet. Or she can be new to the ship. You could pick her up at a, a, a space space station. Starbase um, fifty six. <laughs> Starbase sixty nine. Yeah. Oh shit. Nice. Starbase four twenty. A gug wow. picked me up at Starbase sixty nine. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. If I'm all you for that. If you want to tie your storyline in with mine, <laughs> I'm. I am. Yep. Swing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey Penelope. Hey, <laughs> a gug- we're never gonna get anything done. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the good news is that you guys, the three of you, already have fairly well. I mean, you're still growing into your characters, but after six sessions, you pretty much know who your characters are narratively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that part of the, a lot of the, so I guess, uh, hello listeners, we're actually switching. We we um, mentioned this before in one of the last episodes, but we're switching to the fate system because. D&D is not really designed for future games. Um, it's just not... You can convert D&D into a future setting, but it's just not great. And as we learned using 3.5 uh, D20 Modern, it's a lot of computer checks, and that's really boring. Pretty dull. <laughs> yeah. Pretty dull. Yeah. Just checking computers and firing our phasers. For yeah. Star Trek? Yeah, exactly. So, and because this is a podcast, uh, we wanted to try to push it to be more of a narrative game, right? Where it's still a game, we're still using a rule set, but, it, and we still want to roll dice, but having it be such a rules-based game that D&D is, D&D has a rule for everything, and that yeah. doesn't, I mean, you guys are, you guys are great at making the narrative, it wasn't really a problem, but at the same time... The rule set is so structured, it's kind of imperfect for what we were trying to do. Yeah. So we're going to move over to Fate. Fate's a lot different. Uh, if you've listened to the Adventure Zone, you know about Fate because they just played the commitment arc on it. Um, I haven't <laughs> listened to any of that. I wanted to go in uh, Fate Virgin. Um, and we're playing Fate Accelerated. We're not playing Standard Fate, mostly because... It just is, um, I don't want to say easier, but it is slightly more structured. Uh, it, and it's a little less freeform than just regular Fate. So yeah. uh, in Fate Accelerated, you know, you have the, these six stats. And in Fate, regular Fate, those aren't those six. They, they're, they're not there. Um, it's a lot more open-ended. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, that's, you know, I, we do like a little structure around here. So... Uh, so where is that character sheet? You guys had linked to it. Let me pull that open before we. Um, I get going. I got I got to the email a lot faster. The one that you sent with the master documents and stuff. Because scrolling back through the chat was too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried I to do have that it too. in my clipboard well, still. Let me just. Danny's see. got it right here. Is that it? Hmm. I can't remember if that was... Hopefully that's not something weird. Nope. That is it? Yes, that is it. Did you, yes, oh, did you just it. put it in the Skype I chat? Put, I'm sorry. I put it in the Gmail chat. Oh, no, no. That's dummy. fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. No, 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 no. Don't you dare start 
chastising yourself for putting it in some place <laughs> that I can easily access. <laughs> yes. Okay, so D&D, as you all know, has a skill. You know, you've got, you've got your core stats like strength, charisma, dexterity, constitution, wisdom. Uh, fate has... Fate Accelerated has careful, clever, flashy, forceful, quick, and sneaky. And these are a lot like D&D, right? Clever is clearly... Um, intelligence. Yeah, yeah, your intelligence. Flashy is your charisma. Forceful is your strength. Quick is your dexterity. Sneak is also your dexterity. Careful is probably your, you know, your wisdom intelligence. So careful is... Um, we'll just go through this real quick. We'll actually get more into the rules as we play. We're not actually going to play a thing tonight. We're just going to make the characters. Um, yeah. But once we start playing an actual game session, it'll make a lot more sense. Uh, but careful is if you're taking the time to do something well. Like you take a time to line up a phaser shot. Uh, you take the moment to make sure you're fully aware of your surroundings. Uh, that's you roll your careful clever is uh you know you think of the right thing at the right moment and act quickly uh do something witty you know it, it very it's it's clever is not slow it's not long term that's careful um clever is the opposite it's very fast thinking mm. uh flashy is basically your charisma so if you're trying to impress someone or make some fireworks with your fingers like jubilee or <laughs> fuck someone know, Fuck someone if you're going to use your flashy. Uh-huh, 100%. There's a gun. Forceful so that's an is... easy choice for a gun. <laughs> yeah. well, a, a three and flashy. Well, a gun's also going to want forceful. That's true. She got a two and forceful. Uh, forceful is your strength, right? This is how good you are at breaking down walls, hitting people, uh, moving hard objects, things like that. Uh, quick, obviously, is your dexterity, how fast you run, how nimble you are, and sneaky is how sneaky you are. So stealthy. If you're pickpocketing, if you're picking locks, things like that, that's sneaky. Do you think that would be like also like deception and like vocally sneaky yeah. as well? So the great thing about fate is that what, and we'll get, we'll talk about this more, but anytime you do an action, you get to decide which one applies but you have to make a good case for it right so if you're saying um i'm use i'm going to use my sneak skill to deceive them because of xyz and you explain why you're using sneaky if it makes sense then yeah you can use that skill um you can as long as you can justify why you're using the skill for the thing that you're doing it's fine so if you can right. find a really clever way to use things use your best skills your best approaches for certain things then yeah great um if you just try to put a square peg in a round hole because you're trying to use your highest stat and it doesn't sound good it doesn't make any sense narratively you know then we're gonna be like nah now use your other skill right so totally uh so making characters the first thing um and this is going to be easy for the three of you that already have characters but the first thing you want to think about and write down on your sheet is your high concept aspect. So it's a word or phrase or sentence that describes something centrally important to your character. It can be a motto that your character lives by, a personality quirk, a description of a relationship you have with another character, an important possession. Um, you know, these are, it's really open-ended. So Did anybody do this already? 
I kind of did. I did. Like, I kind of um, did mine, too. My high concept, I'm not entirely sure, just because, um... I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but my trouble is fuck authority. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, You're so nope. punk rock. That's, I know. <laughs> it makes total... Oh it makes complete sense for your character. Uh, yeah. And, and, her, did you turn your com badge into an anarchy symbol? <laughs> she just wears it upside down. <laughs> yeah. And on the right side. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a great one. Um, okay. So I, I did mine, and, like, just, I don't know if this is um, appropriate, so tell me if I did it wrong, Susie. Um, but I put um, that I'm the f- the first Anar or Enar engineer in Starfleet. So that's a great high concept, in fact. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, that, it's complicated, right? Like, it has positive aspects, and it has negative aspects, right? So... And, and a high a high aspect, and not in this game, but it can be something like I'm a wi- I'm a wizard in the third s- the third circle of sorcery. You know, like what the fuck does that mean? Well, we'll you know we'll find out because you'll tell us about it, right? Right, exactly. We could make it up, but yeah, yeah. Right. And and so that's a great that's a really good high concept. Sweet, um, I did it right. You know, gold locks Loxuses. I mean, yours could be like. YOLO, let's bone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so we have right. fuck authority it's, and then fuck everything else. <laughs> it, it, it has, I mean, YOLO. YOLO yeah, is a motto, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has and positive aspects and it has negative is, aspects. It's just part of it. Yeah. Exactly. Let's get bone you, is also a motto. It can get you <laughs> it out of tight spots and it can get you into some tight spots. Oh, oh, I, I, damn right I again. Have, I'm seeing what you have done there. Got <laughs> <laughs> High concept. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, Those are all perfect. Uh, uh, Deanna, did you have an idea for your high concept? Um, The I was kind of running with something having to do with the fact that um, I'm so. What's the word? Like I'm I'm antisocial. I'm not because it's. I know I've got fuck authority, but um, antisocial and like. I don't really know, honestly. So what's a what's what's like antisocial's good, but what's a more what's a higher because that's that's well, a kind of like specific well, take, thing. Yeah, take take antisocial and think of it on a higher plane, right? Um, Why are you antisocial? Does exactly. that do with being Bajoran? Does that something to do with your size? Does that have something to do with your upbringing? Yeah, what yeah. you are focusing on in your life, like. Um, you're mostly a botanist, but like, why is it because you don't? Yeah, is it because you're you like botany because you don't like people. You like plants I mean, more. That's that could be it. It could be something like, uh, I'm a I'm an astrobotanist and I prefer plants to people. That I mean, that would be a great high concept. Um. Okay. My one of the things that I thought of was um, uh, because I was trying to make it catchy because that's just how my brain works. So I was like, <laughs> can't blind me with science. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean, <laughs> that would actually be more hilarious for Danny's character. <laughs> oh, because I'm blind, yeah, guys. You're blind. <laughs> I like how 
how we all completely forgot for the last six sessions that you are actually blind? No. <laughs> but narratively, but you have no. You have telepathic. You have such great telepathic part powers that apparently it didn't matter. Apparently, you're real great, yeah, great at so using like, computers. That was like the main thing I was thinking of last night. It's like it really doesn't make any sense that yeah. someone has who's blind. Um, can use telepathy to see a computer screen? Like, how's that work? But it does work because we've already written it into the canon of yes. our universe. Yep. So that's now, I think that's like a, like a path that my character yeah. is going to take. Like, I'm interested in technology because there's no like logic behind why I can even interact with it. Right. Um, and our, my species probably doesn't interact with it yeah. on a, on a general basis so i'm like kind of rebelling against the life i always yeah. had the life mm-hmm. i'm expected to have by doing this being right. the first anar or enar engineer in starfleet enar i'm gonna say it right one of these days enar enar <laughs> enar enar yeah no it's uh I, I agree i think that's a perfect 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 aspect so deanna if you want to think about it a little bit more I just I just wrote down it's not for sure. I just wrote down obsessive xenobiologist. Yeah, no, that's great. Perfect. Yeah. Any it just has to be something that you know you can take advantage of and that other people can take advantage of both to your benefit and your detriment. Yeah, cuz okay. that that high concept has positives like being obsessively into xenobiology could really come in handy in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Um but being obsessively into xenobiology is Maybe not the best for social interactions. Yeah. Right. How you deal with authority, that sort of thing. So it has positive and negative aspects. Okay. I feel good about that then. Cool. Uh, Ashley. What? (laughs) What is Penelope's deal? What is her high concept? What is her overarching Well, we talked about it in chat, but we didn't talk about it on air. Right. The listeners uh, You're a Vulcan, right? I am. You're playing a Vulcan female. I am a Vulcan female. Absolutely. And my name is Penny. Penelope. Right. And mm -hmm. so I grew up as Vulcans do, and I went into (laughs) (laughs) studying um, language. So I'm I'm a cunning linguist, I am. Oh, mm -hmm. get it. Get it. And hey, Agug, hey. That's why we're friends. Yep. (laughs) And so through doing that and studying other cultures and other languages, I realized that Vulcans don't necessarily have it all down with the whole repressing all of your emotions. And I'm all about living your best life kind of thing. <laughs> Live your truth, man. Live your truth. Live your truth. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so that's Penny in a nutshell. So your motto is the secret? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna yes. Say, she has a vision board. Yeah. I'm a Vulcan life coach. So. <laughs> yes. I really like that concept a lot. Really excited to be on your ship, yeah. guys. Yeah. So you've just sort of... um given up that strict Mm -hmm. adherence to controlling your emotions well with like overbearing logic yeah so okay Mm -hmm. yeah no and as we talked about in the the text chat there Mm -hmm. is enterprise established a vitash couture uh, yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um and they're not out of fucking control bananas no they're not like right (laughs) yeah i was was gonna say I, i remember this from enterprise but i don't remember how they act in particular but they're like hey we don't have to be huge 
like mm-hmm. boring assholes to control our emotions. <laughs> right. But is that the one where the guy tried to make to Paul like feel things? Yeah. Yeah. Like so I mean like that wasn't uncomfortable. good. That guy yeah. was a, that guy was an asshole for that sure. That one was. But there's Ass assholes amongst anything. all of us, right? There's an asshole. Right. He's yeah. he's living his truth and his truth is that he's a dick. So Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. that. We talk a lot about consensual stuff Good. on this podcast, it turns out. So it yeah. comes up a lot with us. But it's yeah. important. It's yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Weird that fo- weird that like four to five women would be like really heavy on talking about consent in the so right? Yeah. right. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. That's we're really we're really pushing the bar here, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so locks. Pioneers. <laughs> Did we uh, get a um, did we get a trouble for locks? We want to go into the next part. Yeah, so you got your high concepts. Um, the next thing is a trouble. It's the thing that always gets you in trouble, right? Deanna's is she doesn't respect authority. Yep. Um, it can be a personal weakness, a reoccurring enemy, or an important obligation, right? <laughs> VD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it could be. <laughs> uh, that's your reoccurring enemy. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I'm sure the med this bay with herpes is hard to beat. Right. The med bay probably uh, could get you fixed up, but the problem is you keep bringing it back to the med bay, and the doctor's like, again. You <laughs> feel like we've eliminated VD in the future, but also like with all okay, of the okay, different that's all right. species and all of that stuff, like yeah, man, you just never know. the different antibiotics, like the bacteria resistant, like yeah, the antibiotic resistance stuff. It would need to be changing constantly to try and keep up with it, medically speaking. Sure. I mean, your your high aspect could get you into certain uh, ailment related troubles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure, I sorry. mean, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, <laughs> VD is funny. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not a very deep character concept. <laughs> uh, no, uh, not really. I'll be honest. <laughs> I could. Go, I could go a little deeper. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, I knew it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, not, I didn't even not catch that, that one. Not that I'm pushing for you to have VD as your trouble, but like some a, tr- a valid trouble would be like alcoholism. I, I don't know. VD's kind of on that same, like yeah, yeah, right. But I'm not. I, you don't have to have VD. I'm just. I'm just. What my I'm trying to say <laughs> is that there really isn't any. There isn't. There, all ideas no, are good ideas. No wrong answers, guys. Exactly. Right. So what is do that you your think? Answer, is there multiple troubles? Because there's nothing. Yeah, after trouble, um, there's just other aspects you can assign yeah. to yourself. And those and are can... going to be much more specific minor aspects. Yes, for the moment oh. type things. Uh, can my trouble be uh, a constant hard-on and a hot head? Yeah. All right. Really? Those are related. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like the same thing. Yeah, it is kind of the same thing. <laughs> yep. Uh... Deanna, what do you, oh, we already talked about your we trouble. Danny. About yep. um, so mine, I guess, would be, I was Blindness? thinking. Well. No. Yeah. But apparently that doesn't affect me in any way. It's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I was thinking is, like, because I'm, I'm so telepathic and I'm, like, have this information about the world that other people don't, or I at least assume other people don't, mm-hmm. um, that that would make me be, like, taking, like, I take the lead in situations without really consulting my companions yes. or following my legitimate rank yeah yeah. Um, sometimes you like know shit that we don't know and you don't right. communicate with us so you're just exactly. like let's do this and we're like why the fuck are we doing that <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking yeah, okay. i think that sounds good so what would uh if you had to sum that up in a word or a phrase what would you say that would be 
I mean, I don't have anything as saucy as not blinded by science, but (laughs) (laughs) I just wrote down like independent to a fault due to telepathic ability. Perfect. 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 Uh, Ashley, what gets you in trouble? Um, trying to think. I could see her being like really into, um, like acid or drug something like that. Sure. No, no. I mean, that. That's fine. Because I want to feel everything and experience everything to kind of stray away from Vulcans. And so I want to just get into those, like, what's the word for, like, acid and shrooms and psycho blah. Mind-altering drugs? Yeah, like, really into mind-altering drugs just because I really want to experience things. I could see that. Different experiences. Yeah. Space drugs. You're space into drugs. any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. reason why we're friends. I'm way into space drugs. You've gone to Starfleet, though. Don't they, no, don't they scream for that? No, no. She, she like, she she kept it on the DL for, like, yeah. a while. Yeah. And then Every- she took her test and was like, I'm going into Starfleet because space drugs. Yes. Everyone, everyone, everyone knows acid doesn't show up in a piss test. Come on. I know. I only use the stuff that's gone, we like, three days max. didn't get a better piss max, test. So... <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> not a more in-depth one. But maybe in the future, I mean, drugs just <clears throat> drugs just don't matter yeah. anymore. And also, how yeah, do that's what Vulcans I was say. Addiction isn't a thing anymore. Vulcans might or metabolize drugs, them. like, real fast. I don't know. I don't know if Vulcans... But you could always... You're always chasing that dragon, right? Like Absolutely. It gets you in trouble because you hear about a new designer drug or mm-hmm. if we go somewhere... A and spiritual experience. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't even have to necessarily be, be a drug drugs maybe yeah. just to want to experience like whatever cultures we're in and i'm an adrenaline and junkie do something that is dangerous adrenaline junkie yeah, yeah that's a good and or yeah. the team okay yep. <laughs> we'll go with that adrenaline junkie instead of just druggy yeah so well, yeah <laughs> i mean it just is encompasses more than just it druggy. does you're correct <laughs> druggy i like too. that yeah. yep yep, yep. Well, drugs are definitely in there <laughs> they're yeah. definitely solidly in there with the adrenaline <laughs> other things so well while we're setting good. um some of the world building in Star Trek canon, of course, you can drink synthahol, get drunk, and then there's some kind of yeah. hypo spray that immediately undrunks yep. you. Yeah. So let's go ahead and say that there's like an unhallucinogen hypo spray also. Right. So you could take hallucinatory hallucinogen drugs or whatever, mm-hmm. take psychotropic drugs, and then if something comes up, we'll just give you a hypo spray and you're back to <laughs> but your sane mind. If you drink actual alcohol in Star Trek, you still, I mean, the the the, the injection only works on synthahol. So if you actually drink real alcohol, you still get drunk and uh, hung over and it still jacks you up. So like, so I think like maybe there's some designer drugs out there that do have these uh, in these shots, these hypo sprays you can take yeah, to get it out of your system, but there might be there might be some gritty ones made in the back of someone's like shuttlecraft that are gonna jack you up for a <laughs> couple days, right? Yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Um, cool. cool. Okay. So the next thing is just, um, and I'll say we'll just start with one for now, and I think that as we play, you'll you might want to choose one or two more. Um, but right now we'll just do one more aspect. So aspects are uh, the name for these, I mean, literally aspects of your character or aspects of a situation, right? So your high concept and your trouble are aspects of your character. What is another aspect of your character? It doesn't have, to, I mean, it's, 
doesn't have to be so high concept. It can be a lot more um, specific or finite. But again, it should be something that is beneficial, but also not necessarily negative, but in a way will could potentially contribute to the story or the narrative. So, yeah. Um, let's start. I guess, like, like, um, for example, here's some examples. Are they the strongest person in their hometown? Do they carry a mighty sword known sword known through history? Do they talk too much? Are you <laughs> filthy rich? Like these are all aspects, pot- potential aspects that just de- um, describe your character. So, yeah, I feel like the talking too much would way be Penelope Penny. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Penny talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, um, and the cool thing is, is that as we play, um, you are able to. When it makes sense, at certain times, you can swap your aspects. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so Penelope talks too much. What, are you, what do you think, Deanna? Um, I had it, and then I lost it. Um, oh, I uh, ruined it. Yep, yeah, no, let's go to somebody else. Is I it because Penny was talking, right? It's distracting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, what do you think? What's another aspect of Loxus's character? I'm sorry, I was chewing. Um... <laughs> Always chewing. Always I chewing. Had, I had dinner late. Okay. Same. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, I was thinking like if I had like maybe like an uncle or an aunt or something that was kind of like high up in politics. So sure. Trying to like shove me away, like distance themselves from me and also, can okay. also help me. Because you're okay. an embarrassment. Nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, so you have. Embarrassment? Okay. Yeah, right. Totally. Is so VD someone, like someone in like the Klingon honorable? council? <laughs> yeah, how many? Right, yeah. Someone on the Klingon council. Well, okay. and I'm totally not very Klingon, so it's right. another like it's just I'm just shameful. Okay. So. But it's also can be helpful. Okay. Cool. Solid. Um I um I was thinking rude or crass, whichever word you want to use. Okay. Like I can I can probably um like shame someone or just like freak them out by being just really obnoxious and and rude um or i could obviously get in trouble for being rude and it's it's it goes along with fuck authority but it's mostly like i'm not very nice to anybody okay sure abrasive likable yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) okay yeah no that's that that works um well unlikable is not a great doesn't have a lot of positive aspects so maybe yeah. um well i wrote outspoken or some yeah outspoken or always says what they're thinking or yeah something like that no filter yeah there you go no, no filter. filter and also <laughs> if someone's unlikable or whatever they're not worried about what other people think so they're gonna do things for the right reasons yeah. or whatever instead of yes. trying to impress people or whatever yes sure yeah, yeah that's true so yep. Golden lining no, or I'm silver lining, whatever. That. Golden lining. Golden lining, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better than silver lining. Exactly. Yeah. How about Savia? Um, I didn't really get this far with Savia. I think maybe I, and I don't know how good of an aspect it would be, but I think I don't have any family. Okay. That, that like, I got, like, disowned. Okay. Oh, no, that's good. So I'm yeah, like, you and you and Loxus got some. So you're you're independent, <laughs> but also like alone. Yeah, independent because I had to be in okay. order to go into Starfleet. I had to turn my back on all my fam. Okay, in, yeah. In you turned space. your back on them. I did. 
Just like press the button and just spun around. Straight on him. Terrible. It's terrible. Right, I have to turn my back on you. No. Yeah. So I don't know if there's anything good that can come of that, but maybe I am interested in eventually growing to bond with people since I don't have anybody. There you go. I think there you go. Yep. So maybe you ha- you've had to turn Orphan. your back on your yeah you've had to turn your back on your family, but that leads you to maybe you know looking to build turning a new your family. back to me. Right. <laughs> oh, no more turning your back. <laughs> uh. Okay. Cool. It's Penelope. Yeah. Did we re-talk about your aspect? Sure did. That was the first one, because I talk too much. She's chatty. I'm chatty. Oh, you're chatty. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, did we the- want to talk about our physical appearances or anything? Um, since yeah, we-, we never really described ourselves. Yeah, we never much. really went into it. Hmm. That's up to air. you guys. It's, it's totally, I mean, if Backstory you... Backstory and shit. If you feel like you want to describe your character and what they look like, yeah, but if you, I don't think there should be any pressure. Um, if you're like not quite sure in the back of your mind what your character looks like, that's definitely something that you know might happen over the course of time. But if you already have an impression, yeah. Well, just in case anybody isn't familiar with the Enar race, um, I'm like I have white skin and white hair, like no pigment, and Dorian. Um, so like an albino and Dorian. Did you say a Pikmin and Dorian? No, no, no. I said no, no pigment. Uh, no pigment? No pigment. <laughs> Why are you so mean? Zero pigment, like okay. an albino. So okay. I'm like, kind of like light blue skin, white hair. Um, my eyes are also white because I don't have the use of them. They're not functional. Um, I guess that's all. Appearance-wise. Sort of general regular, appearance, right. Yeah, regular build, human. I mean, well, like, humanoid, excuse right. me. You're all from that space jizz in the sky. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Magic. <Yeah>. Riker jizz. <laughs> oh, our Riker jizz, yeah. What was, it? what was the theory called, Heather? Uh, the universal Riker theory. Yeah, could you explain In which that? all humanoid species come from... Riker jerking off into a wormhole. <laughs> oh my god. That's why they're all humanoid. Yeah, and then it went like tem- into like a temporal flux and then uh-huh. back in time and then here we are. We're all a little bit Riker. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a little Riker in everyone. Yeah. And some of us are more Riker than others, like a gug over <laughs> That's there. That's right. Wow. That's right. I got lots of Riker yeah. in me. You got a little Riker in <laughs> you? You want some? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Reminds me of being a teenager at the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. What? Nothing at all. <laughs> oh man, carnies do say some weird shit to teenage girls. Um. Anyway, yes, they do. Wow. <laughs> I mean, not surprised. Nobody's was surprised. So yeah, the next thing is to assign your skill points, and let me find those. If you. I. I was gonna say I have I had oh yeah go ahead I'm sorry I'm sorry things I wanted to say about my character do it um, me too okay um, go first uh, so I'm Bajoran um, I'm petite um, I'm not a whole lot to look at I'm pretty um, unassuming uh, I blend in pretty well which is fine by me um, I am 
kind of sloppy in so much as like it just doesn't matter to me like i, I just don't care that much um didn't and iron your, your yeah fuck that jesus christ no that's <laughs> terrible um uh and i think one of the main things is i wear i'm not religious at all like most bajorans are um i just i just have never mm. been um my mom hates me for it um she's still alive i don't talk to her my dad died okay. and i cool. wear his earring okay good i like that i didn't know that everyone seems to have yeah. a uh, story about and this makes sense for the ship you're on everyone has like a solid story of falling out with mm. some aspect yeah. of their family and i that's i mean as far as the Komodo, yep. it makes sense, because that's sort of what the Komodo is. The Komodo is uh, almost like a second chance for everyone that's on this ship. Like, you're all too valuable to just slap in a space station and ha- put you on, you know, really boring duty. But you also have something in your past that makes you, for whatever reason, um, has made Starfleet sort of wonder or question... Whether it's justified or not is a different story. It doesn't even have to be. It could be a false accusation or the Starfleet got the situation wrong or you don't believe Starfleet made the right decision on whatever it was. But, you know, for whatever reason, Starfleet has thought, you know what? Not first tiers is not uh, enterprise material. You know, that sort of thing. Not even hood material. material. Yeah. Yeah. No, less than that even. (laughs) Lox, did you have something? See, so just in a description kind of way, and and I don't think this is going to surprise anyone, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm a nice, tall, broad-shouldered... Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm going to go with with the Klingons (laughs) as we normally know them, not in the super updated Klingon, because I I want to... I want to be uh, approachable. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I do have, you know, that classic Klingon long cool. hair, but mine are dreads. It's black, nice. real long. Um, I have big tits, <laughs> and you know that they would be out if I was in Klingon garb. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm yeah. trying to, like, find any way to unbutton the top of um. So many my pants. windows on your right. off-duty yeah. clothes. <laughs> That's right. My <laughs> pants are obviously far too tight for me. <laughs> but Just replicate but them my a excuse, size too small. <laughs> right. My excuse is that they help me kick higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I like how they do. I like it. Oh my god. Um yeah, so my yeah. Oh and I I mean I obviously want a good amount of points in flashy, but how, how yeah, is it that we that's the next do step. that? So it, yes. um, we okay, get great. there uh, when you feel like you've, you know, described your character. I think yeah. you guys get to just... Wear, does, does, do you, you wear any like the Lurza and... Uh, what are those two sisters' names? They have the boob windows. The if I could, Lursa, if I could, but I think oh, because Starfleet? I'm Starfleet, yeah, they probably yeah, Starfleet. wouldn't let me. Like in your off yeah. time, your downtime, <laughs> when you're in your oh, civilian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. there's yeah. boob windows. There's boobs. Right, there's so Sweet. many boob windows. Yeah. If I could hike them up any higher, you know that I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, I probably don't wear a bra in my Starfleet uniform no. just to fuck with people, because yeah. it's like, well, you can't force me. Right, <laughs> yeah. true. They don't know what you're doing. Big twitty. Do. 
titties be swinging. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I don't either, but it doesn't make a difference. Hmm. <laughs> Little boobies. Except for there's chafing sometimes. I have oh, the mid-sized boobies, everybody. Yeah. If you're interested in what size Savia's <laughs> boobs are, regular size. Regular size. <laughs> like a, I mean, what does that even mean? Like a B. You know, I like want a, a, I want a mid-size. solid description. Excuse me, I'm sorry. A mid-size. Do you have big nipples? Do you have small B. nipples? I mean, I think they're like, what are you working with? What's the area? Exactly. They're a little more blue. <laughs> they're a little more blue than the rest of my skin. A little more pigment. And they're like just just regular sized, <laughs> like normal. They're not like not big, good. not small. They're not like, any nipples. They're well, maybe like ones and any sometimes. Oh, <laughs> nice. A little shy guy. Yeah, a little shy yeah. guy. Shaquille. <laughs> does does uh the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a freaking albino. I got nothing, no pigment in my whole skins or any of my hairs. She actually dyes only her pubic hair. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I, I, like I want to make that character decision for myself just yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> we will see. Uh, Ashley, have you put any thought into, and, and, uh, if you have you don't, that's no worries. Uh, you don't even, oh, I was just about to say you don't even have a name, but. I do too, wow. Penny. Penny, we already talked about that. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, uh, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm glad I could be here. Any any thoughts yet on what Penelope might look like? I really feel like she probably wears tie-dye, but I know that <laughs> yes. that's not really a Starfleet thing. But no, it's panties. Off-duty wear. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. my off-duty wear is definitely a lot of tie-dye. I feel like Zoe de Chanel at Coachella kind of thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like manic. All right, I'm changing my mind about our uh, engagement with each other. (laughs) (laughs) You might be the DL gal. Um, I'm your side piece. A little hippie. Yes. A little Uh, hippie. Penny. Everyone's a side piece. That's true. (laughs) That's true. You don't have a main dish. You're all appetizers and side dishes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do I have what now? I'm sorry. Do you have the traditional short Vulcan haircut, baby bangs? Well, I have the baby bangs, but I like to kind of spike it out a little bit because I feel like that really is my personality coming out. So I have it um, longer than to Paul's probably. It's like a couple inches long, and I like to kind of um, porcupine it, if you will. Like in the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you think that's um, that fits into Starfleet's dress code? I think that I push um, the envelope on that, but... (laughs) Yes, like your like hairstyle. Your hairstyle the... is what got you kicked off your last ship. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. On the captain, they hair. might. Is this like a Guy Fieri hairstyle? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm... it's like a '90s lesbian hairstyle. That way, okay, yes. Yeah. yes, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Like one yeah. of those girls in Kitty had <laughs> that, that band. Does anybody yeah. remember that band, Kitty? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. I had that haircut in high school. I always but, wanted yeah. that haircut, yeah. but I never got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why do I like you people so much? <laughs> okay, Susie, please talk to us about the points. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Already, I just want to. I just want to give out points constantly. Points to you. you. I don't know if I can actually do that, but I want to. Well, I think I. I think I want to work in mechanic get like that in. Um, but we'll get to that uh, more in gameplay. But let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about distributing your points. So among your six stats, uh, you get two, yeah, they're right here, six stats. 
You get to choose one at good, which is plus three. You get to choose two at fair, so you put plus two in two of the boxes. Two at average, which is just plus one. And then one at mediocre, which is plus zero. So one at plus three, two at plus two, two at plus one, and one at plus zero. Perfect. So and there's a, sc- there's a scale, just so you understand what sure. those numbers mean. This comes in when you roll. Uh, the scale goes through negative two to plus eight. And these are the numbers, these are modifiers that you will add to your rolls when you roll. So unlike D&D, which use number dice, we have these dice with the minuses, the pluses, and then nothing. And each dice has two pluses, two minuses, and two nothings, I believe. Yeah. Um, I didn't roll the dice over and look I, at I've, them, but that's what I I looked at them Good. in detail. You are correct. So, uh, and a plus adds one to the score, a negative one subtracts one from the score, and a blank side is nothing. So if you roll, uh, you know, two pluses and two negatives, if you roll four dice, let's say, that's zero, right? Because the negative, the minuses nullify the pluses. If you roll two pluses and then two blank side dices, that's two. So if you have a plus three in something, that becomes a five, right? So the scale or the ladder, they call it, is... Um, zero is mediocre and if you're not trained in something or if it's not something your character is good at um, you just take mediocre uh, For if you can't for some reason if nothing else you never roll at a negative just to start out um, unless you've been inflicted with something uh, so zero is mediocre one is plus one is average plus two is fair plus three is good Plus four is great. Plus five is superb. Plus six is fantastic. Plus seven is epic. And plus eight is legendary. Negative one is poor and negative two is terrible. Um, The cool thing about fate is that it's a lot of yes and or no buts. So, I mean, yes, buts, please. (laughs) So even even if you fail or you tie uh, for a success... That might not necessarily mean you fail. Uh, it, you know, it, it, there's, there are some instances where the rules say you fail. Um, but sometimes even when you fail, you might get a certain positive benefit or someone on your team might get a very minor positive benefit. So it's just because you fail doesn't necessarily mean you always outright totally fail. <clears throat> and if you describe something really well, I might be more inclined to, you know, uh, wave, you know, wave my hand and say, you know what, you don't f- fail quite as hard, or maybe you just barely succeed, something like that. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, so you take, look at those three, those six skills: careful, clever, flashy, forceful, quick, and sneaky. Decide which one you want. I mean, ultimately, I would say decide which one you want to be your best. Decide with the plus three. Decide which one you want to be your worst with the plus zero. And then kind of fill them the rest in with the two plus twos and the two plus ones. Um, so I did do mine last night. So does, yeah. do you guys want to go first? I was going to say, if you don't know quite right now, um, we don't have to talk through it individually. Um, but yeah, if you've already got it decided, go ahead and yeah, Danny, tell us what you did. So I decided that Savia is the most her, her biggest aspect would be clever. Mm-hmm. 
oh, makes yeah. sense because yep. I'm an engineer. So I put three in, I put my three in clever and I think I'm mediocre at punching stuff. Sure. Yep. <laughs> um, I probably didn't put a lot of um, thought into that as a Enar who was interested in technology. So my force forceful is my zero. Um, now, when I was thinking about it, you kind of posed clever as the op or yeah, clever as the opposite of careful. And I was thinking more like careful was like taking my time, mm-hmm. um, like to like carefully think out what I yes. want to do, which I put hand That's in hand with clever. So I put clever and quick in my like next. Um, I don't know what the second one was called. My good or not good, but the one below good. So with two points, I put mm-hmm. careful and quick. Because, okay. like, I think I would probably be fast because I'm, you know, not strong. And then also careful, like, personality-wise, I think I would... You're always scanning shit. You are so careful. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah. not trying to go into a air duct with a ghost might be or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then sneaky and flashy in just one. Okay. Yeah. I got mine. Well, all right, lay it on us. Careful, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Clever, one. Okay. Yep. Flashy, two. Yeah. Oh, Forceful, two. three. Three. Yep. Yep. Quick, two. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Good. Totally that makes sounds sense. good to me. Yep. Um, yeah, I have mine too. Um, I have careful, three. Uh, clever at a plus two, flashy at a plus zero. Yeah. Uh, forceful mm-hmm. at a plus one, quick at a plus two, and sneaky at a plus one. Okay. Perfect. And Ashley, if you don't, if you haven't decided right now, don't worry about it. Oh, I have it. Well, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that clever is three and careful is zero. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. And then for my twos, I have flashy and quick. Okay. And then forceful and sneaky are ones. Cool. I think we're pretty, yeah, pretty good range. We did well-rounded repeats. Mm -mm. Yeah. Well, there's not that many quick people. Wow. There's some of you who are. I have a two for quick, so fine at quick. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, we're fine at quick. Nobody's like nobody. You know, put a three in quick, right? But there's some of you who have ones or twos in quick. So yeah, you guys are clever and careful, which is the opposite of me. (laughs) Yeah, you balance them, and I'm flashy and forceful. (laughs) Yeah, you know it. I'm Respectfully sorry. forceful. The dog just <laughs> when I'm being flashy. <laughs> What's dog Winston just, doing? The dog just peeked his head into the door and looked at me. Oh, my babe. What's doing you. in here? You doing all right? Okay, Can now I get you're you too close. Oh, thank you for snarf blooding right <laughs> in my face. Okay. I wish my boyfriend would check in on me because I'm trying to get him to do stuff. He's not paying attention to me. Is he playing Overwatch? Probably. <laughs> well, I think you have your answer then. <laughs> I'm I'm texting him and messaging him on Google. And oh, yeah. That sounds like Steven. He's got the attention <gasps> span of like a ferret, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say gnat, but I guess a ferret's <laughs> slightly more attention to you than He's a little a bit gnat. more. He's a little oilier than a gnat. <laughs> a little greasier. Yeah. Gross. Sleeps a lot. Real stinky shit. Stinky. Yep. Definitely oh, a ferret. God. <laughs> yep. Character assassination. <laughs> so Susie. Ooh, what are stunts? Susie? Yeah. So. Stunts and tricks. Stunts and tricks are 
it's a good question. Um, because this is probably the thing I'm the shakiest on. So I'll just read this out loud to you. A stunt is a special trait that changes the way an approach works for you. And an approach are these stats. These are the careful, clever, flashy, forceful, quick, sneaky. So a stunt changes the way an approach works for your character. Generally, stunts give you a bonus, almost always plus two to a certain approach when used with a particular action. So there are four types of actions that we um, I mentioned before. Let me just give those to you real quick. There's creating an advantage in which... So creating an advantage is where you discover something or about the scene or make something happen in a scene. So let's say that creates and it literally creates an advantage. Uh, so you might um, start the room on fire. Is that an advantage? Uh, in a way it can be if it kills all the bad guys and you're able to leave, right? Um so and then and then the interesting thing about fate is that when you create something like that, now the room has an aspect that is being on fire. So now the room is like a character in the sense that it has an aspect that describes its quality being on fire. Um, and that's um, I, I put a link to a online sticky note board that I if you want to access it, great. If you don't, we'll reference it and up. Uh, I'll reference it plenty, but it's a place where I'm going to keep track of what aspects are happening when. So if you enter a room, you start it on fire, you know, I'll put an aspect sticky note up for the room. Room is on fire. And then um, <laughs> someone later can maybe do an action to put the fire out. Okay, now then I delete that sticky note. Um, so this is the most convoluted one. Um, so you can either create a quote unquote advantage um, it's anything you do to try to help yourself or one of your friends. So you create an aspect in the room or the, the situation. You can discover an existing aspect that already is there. Um, so this is might be like rolling in D&D. You might roll an insight check like, oh, what's the deal with the window? Um, is the window easy to break, right? You're not creating it. Creating an aspect is starting the room on fire. You're introducing something new. Discovering an aspect is something that already exists in the area. Um, but you're learning it now. Your character's now learning it. Right. Um, so that's, they call it creating an advantage. It's just, you're, you're discovering something about the scene or changing something about the scene. So that's one type of action. Um, the next type of action you can do is overcome. And that's when something generally is in your way and you're trying to get past it. Uh, picking a lock, escaping from handcuffs leaping across a chasm, flying a spaceship through an asteroid field. There's some sort of barrier between you and the thing you're trying to accomplish. You do, you do an overcome skill. There is the attack skill. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. And the defend skill, which also pretty self-explanatory. So those are the four actions. That's it. There's four actions you do in the game. And when you decide what you're doing in, obviously you don't, every time we're doing something, you don't have to be like, I'm my action is advantage. This is what I'm doing. It only makes sense to really trot out those four situations when something in something really interesting is happening. In D&D often they handle that because the most interesting interesting thing that ever happens in D&D is a battle. So usually that's handled through initiative, right? You roll initiative and then you have a set sort of actions you can do. But in Fate, there's no initiative, there's no um roll battle like uh like structured battle system but there are times when 
if you want to do something and it's not a tense situation and you just want to do it, like I search the library. Okay, I'm going to take 10 minutes to search the library. I'm not going to make you declare what type of action you're going to do. I'm not going to make you roll. Um, if it's something that you could just normally do over the course of time, um, and it's not really a strenuous task, I'm not going to make you roll for it. You just do it. Um, and you describe it, and we describe what happens when you do it. So the actions aren't quite as important as they are in D&D. So back to stunts. So when you do one of these actions... You just you take one of your stats, right? Clever or uh, forceful, and you say, "I'm going to use my forceful skill to do one of these actions." And then you describe why it makes sense. And then you say, "Well, and because my aspect helps me, you know." And then you describe why maybe one of your aspects helps you with the situation. Then you might get a bonus. So, sorry, this is sort of rambling because it's. It's really a really loose, very loosely based system. I mean, everything commingles. And I think it'll make a lot more sense when we start. So back to stunts. Gives you a bonus to a certain approach when used with a particular action under a specific circumstance. Uh, so you choose, you get one stunt to start. Um, and you don't have to decide on it now. You could Decide on it later in a game when you're like, oh, okay, this is a stunt that would make sense for my character. So you don't have to choose it now, but if something pops in your head, uh, you can go ahead and choose. And you have a refresh number. Um, and I'm just actually literally reading the rules to you right now. Uh, your refresh number on the character sheet is how many fate points you get at the beginning of each game. So... If your refresh is three, it's three. And if you want more than one stunt, you reduce your refresh number. So everyone starts out with actually, I think, up to three stunts. And if you want four stunts, then you have to, you'd only have a refresh of two each time. And don't at me if I'm wrong on this internet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So you, every time you start a game, your refresh number resets. And those are the amount of fate points you have. And fate points um, allow you to do certain actions. And we'll get into that as we play. I don't want to bore you guys to tears. Yeah. So I say tops, we're going to decide on one stunt today. Yeah, yep. Tops. There are tricks, maneuvers, or techniques your character has that can change how your approach works for you. Um, you get bonuses, usually plus two. Uh, it can reflect a specialized high quality or exotic equipment that you have. So if you have a really rad gun or a really rad... I got some exotic equipment for you. <laughs> I mean, if you have a really cool bat left, that could that would be considered a stunt. Fuck yes! Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yes! Super good at umox, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you could... It could be like, uh, because I have... Let me just read this. It, because I have a rad... Batleth, you know, you describe it however it makes sense for you, whatever that Batleth means to you. You, I get a plus two when I forcefully attack. Right? Got it. Um, so here's some examples for you. Because I am a smooth talker, I get plus two when I sneakily create advantages when I'm in conversation with someone. So in this case, the stunt is smooth talker. Uh, because I am a lover of puzzles, that's the stunt. I get plus two when I cleverly overcome obstacles when I am presented with a puzzle. Because of um, all those crosswords. 
Yes. So I'm actually going to um, copy a blob of text into the Google Hangout. And this is the template. Because I, and then you describe in some way that you are exceptional, have a cool bit of gear, or are otherwise awesome, I get plus two. And then you pick one of the approaches when I carefully, cleverly, flashfully, forcefully, quickly, or sneakily. And then pick one of the four actions. Attack, defend, create advantages, or overcome. And then a circumstance that's specific, like a very, a, a rather specific circumstance. So in these, one of these examples, there, this, I am presented with a puzzle, riddle, or simil- similar conundrum. So, I mean, kind of vague, but still, I mean, specific, but not like I am presented with puzzles that involve cats, right? It doesn't have to be that specific. <laughs> I could, it could be, but then you'd be limiting yourself. Susie, tell us how many puzzles are going to involve cats. <laughs> Give me a, like a figure. <laughs> Space cats? Yeah. Uh, 99. If, yes. If we puzzles. had explored the ship a little bit more, we totally would have found space cats. Just, mm-hmm. you know, Probably. they're everywhere. They were definitely in one of those rooms we didn't look in. I know that much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so for Loxus's, right, um, because I have a rad Batleth, I get a plus two when I forcefully attack when, um, you know, someone, and because your background is kind of like bodyguard, um, when. Uh, you get a plus two when I attack when someone uh, attacks one of my teammates or something like that. Or I get Does a it have to be that specific, though? I mean, wouldn't it, especially something as straightforward as Rad Batleth, she gets a bonus when she attacks with her with Rad it? Batleth. Hand no, to so hand, there, is, there is a circumstance that you have to add to your stunt. So... Because I have a big kite shield, I get plus two when I forcefully defend when I use my shield in close combat. Right. Well, that's um, what I just basically said yes. with the Batleth. When you use so, the Batleth as a melee weapon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yep. So. Yep. Um, yeah, because I can't always use a Batleth. Right. It's not something you're always... You, <laughs> you're not trying to right. pick a lock. <laughs> with your bat with a bat Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And you, and you won't long range attack even be attacking with a bat Yes. Yeah. Yep. Precisely. So, and then there are um, forceful attacks are obviously physical attacks. But there are times when there are mental situations where you might have to defend mentally or may even make a mental attack. So, um, for example, Deanna, your... um, your trouble was that you have no filter, right? Or one of your as- uh, one of your aspects was that you uh, sorry, one of your yes. aspects was that you have no filter. Yes. Um, if you do something, if you say an scathing insult to someone to try to get the, take them aback or confuse them or throw them off their game, mm-hmm. I would say they have to do a mental defend, um, and that would be a clever defend. They'd have to roll. Um, some sort of against mental defense against your scathing, men- your scathing uh, verbal attack, right? Okay, so um, bully maybe. Yeah, would be what you call that stunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and that could I even mean, be one of your stunts. You could say because I am a uh, bully, a bull, a, <laughs> because I have no filter, or because I <laughs> because I like to verbally attack people. I get plus two when I because you I know, can't help it to verbally attack people. I get plus two when I well, insult people when I'm, you know, in in a like combative arg- when I'm in an argument or something like that with. Okay. So. 
that I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure, though, to have like super witty, like piercing <laughs> words. And I'm just like, I, then. you're, you're, fuck what do you, you say? fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make you describe that, everyone's so really you impressed. Go on the on some comment threads and pick up some zingers. Yeah, yeah just like have them written down and ready to go yeah. for when you're, you know. Yeah. Just have yeah. YouTube up and just scroll through some some of the comments. Oh, Jeez, I don't want to be oh sad. <laughs> yeah, Kender and D and D have an sort of a very similar ability to that, where they have like scathing words that can enrage someone and make them lose sight of what they were doing. Yeah, and I was playing a Kender once. And I was trying to use that ability, and the DM was like, well, what do you say? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I don't... I'm yeah, not, right? <laughs> I don't... This is not... I'm lucky if I can tell one joke a day. Like, <laughs> I, I made Leaf laugh at something dumb I said earlier, and he was like, ah, good one. I'm like, that's it. That's the only witty that's clever it. thing <laughs> I got all day. <laughs> so, I'm a I feel ya. Um, it's always something we can do in post, too. You're like, you could just be like, your mom... It smells like elderberries, and we can be like, okay. And if you think of something later, you know, I could just swap it in, whatever. Yeah, just okay. record it, right. and we'll just jump it in there. Yeah. So that, um, let me just make sure. I think. So think about your stunts. Um, you don't have to even have them when we start the first game, but if you co- if you come up with some, great, and you can have up to three of them for free. Uh, let me just look at the character sheet to make sure we got everything. We got your name, your description, your refresh is three. That means your current fate points when we first start will be three. You got your high concept. You got a trouble. Um, you have one additional aspect underneath your trouble. You got your approaches. You got that big box for stunts where you can start dreaming up your stunts. So many. Um, and we can str- the boxes are for stress and consequences are specifically related to battle and yeah. we can talk That's about like damage that. basically yeah we can talk about that when we get into combat so yeah cool uh, really that's that's basically it yeah, i guess unless anyone pre-thought of a stunt or has thought of one as we were speaking mm, not really yeah it's a little I more complicated savia's will relate to her telepathy mainly yeah yeah so i would say use your stunts to accomplish the most important telepathic powers you want to have, I would say use your stunts for that. So if you're interested in telekinesis or telepathy or anything like that, (laughs) you know, uh, I'm interested in those things. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Not at all interested. Um, (laughs) So I was thinking like, I mean, I know nobody else is probably going to get into stunts, but I kind of have, had this on my back burner mentally already and so now that we've talked about it i was thinking like um it would probably be a boost to clever to like be able to use my psychic ability to detect stuff that you know i wouldn't necessarily otherwise know um so not necessarily creating an aspect of the room or whatever but discovering one like you said um you know like if there's a you have Secret. like high insight checks or like you have a constant perception like Yeah. You know. Right. So um I think if you want to do that ESP. if you want to do that in the heat of the moment like you want you want your power to you walk into a room and you want to be able to like sort of instantly get an idea of like all of the the potential uh dangers in the room immediately I would say clever. Um usually that's So that pro- would be one of my stunts maybe would yeah. be that I could cleverly yep. Uh, yes. you know 
tell what the fuck's up. I, it, that that sort of that sort of mechanism is usually done under the careful, but I think for you and te- telepathy and the desire to get it done ASAP um, is more for you. I think it makes sense for clever. So yeah, I would say if you want to use that as a clever stunt, go for it. Okay. So Suze, yeah. the, I was thinking like when it comes to stunts in relation to, um, you know, just previous D and D stuff, mm-hmm. like I would like one of plus two flashy whenever I'm trying to get into somebody's pants. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Right. Oh, yeah. um, or even, disarm even somebody if, with your boobies. Exactly. But that's what I mean. Right. So like yeah. if I want to turn on my sex drive, if I, I can get a plus two flashy and whether or not I'm using that yeah. to actually get laid or to just distract people right. or whatever. So you, yeah. it could be something like Curry because with any Ferengi. because I'm uh, because <laughs> I'm a Skeezy skeezer to Because I'm a highly <laughs> sexual creature. I'm a highly right? sexual because I have a hot. Uh, That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Great. I, like I get hot plus. Babe, guys. Hot yeah, babe. because I'm a hot babe, I there get plus mm-hmm. two when I flashily. Um, Try to seduce. When I flashily. And I would say cre- it would be the, the technical skill it would be would be create advantage mm-hmm. when I. Flashily flash people. I I think so. Seduction maybe might be too too limited. Um, When I try, when I create an advantage, when I seduction has so many possibilities. Yeah, yeah. So because my other thought being nice, or you could seduce them into literally having sex with you. Mm -hmm. That's true. Seduction is very broad. Any female spy in anything ever. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Any interaction with the Ferengi, done. What were you, what were you saying there, Heather? <laughs> um, because, you know, another thought of mine was like, okay, well, I want to seduce people, but in another aspect, I totally want to intimidate, which would be a forceful, yeah. like a plus two to forceful to intimidate people, So that would, right? be, that would be a second stunt. Um, right. No, yeah, yeah, totally. That's what I'm, but that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I want these three, these three stunts, right? I want to be able to intimidate people. I want to be able to seduce people and I want to be able to sh- kick shit people. Yeah. yeah. So, so hot babe, bitch, yep. and like good mm-hmm. bat left. Yeah. <laughs> Are your three stunts is what you're yep. saying. Being a big bitch. She gives good bat lift. Swing my tits. Yeah. And <laughs> swing my bat lift. Sounds, yeah. I mean, I think we, I think we got them. Yeah, Just put those in the books. Boom, <laughs> got it. N- nailed it. Nailed it in one. Yeah, so yeah, I, I probably want a forceful mm-hmm. version of telepathy as well. Like, I mean, my forceful zero, so having it would just kind of bring me to regularly decent at it. But, um, you know, some kind of physical or some kind of physical consequence of my mental ability, also like a fucking mind push or whatever what's the force push a force push fusro da da, there we go (laughs) the focus of the beginning the first bit of the next game is picking up ashley so penny uh, picking up penny um and we uh, and i like the idea of maybe you're on your way to pick up someone who's been assigned to the komodo and you're gonna stop at one of the um the space the space stations the starbase yes. 56 69 69 i'm sorry 69 god <laughs> 69 how did i miss the joke twice <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Susie's gone. I'll take over. Yes, you can totally do that. Sounds like a great feat, as far as I'm concerned. You have been listening to Mammary Alpha. Your hosts would like to thank Smelly Tooth for our theme song and roll music for various other music on the podcast. You can find us online at mammaryalpha.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Mammary Alpha. You can tweet us using the hashtag Mammary Alpha or this podcast is the tits, which Dee Dee has been desperately trying to make happen. You can see our other projects at postrepost.com. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can leave us a review on iTunes.